All human thought, all science, all religion is the holy rubbish hand to the next And someday, piecing together associated knowledge would have become such terrifying vistas of reality. And if our friends start to rise back, they could climb the world from isolation, star fleet, if when the stars were round, they could not safety. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Welcome back, listeners. Today, we will be playing Session 5 of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you playing and how are you today? Hal? I'm still playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart, um, and I'm super excited to do whatever the opposite of grave robbing is. Seb? Uh, I'm playing uh, Jianyu Michael Lee, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to... uh... Hopefully acquiring some good karma from reverse grave robbing this service uh, too. Brayden. I'm Brayden, and I'm playing Sofian Bazazwan, and I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, everyone's thinking of such cool things. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> Brayden, I am Brayden. <laughs> that, that's me. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, <laughs> so and cute. Noxicals. Uh, I am playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin, and uh, I am also Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brayden. Which one? The real Brayden. Oh, whichever Brayden Please stand up. <laughs> Tell us what happened last time. The party made their way to meet with their protege, Shen Chu, under the destitute Buddhist temple where she made her home. They had heard that the young orphan had a peculiar encounter with a tiny thief, and after discussing the matter in more detail with their new friend, they found out that they had attempted to steal her prized vase. Unlike other tourists and citizens of Xi'an who had fallen victim to similar acts of larceny, Shen Chu had managed to fight off the attacker. In a sudden flash, the attacker was gone, and the only thing remaining from the encounter was a broken terracotta doll and a number of dark coins. Jian Yu had identified this currency as dark coins, a kind of Chinese burial money given to the dead to be used in the afterlife. The only difference between these coins and the genuine article were that they were only one third the size and made from clay in place of metal. How fascinating. Remembering that a hostel porter by the name of Li Chun had witnessed a similar robbery, the quartet paid his workplace a visit to discuss the ongoing investigation. Li Chun recalled one of their patrons losing an heirloom porcelain pillow and seeing a tiny thief in the alley behind the establishment. They looked only about two foot tall and were dressed in fine robes, not like a street urchin at all. Yet again, left in place at the valuable item, 
were three dark coins. The group made their way back to Shen Chu's den and found her still enjoying the spoils of their recent generosity. When asked about the thieves within the city, Shen Chu shared that an antique dealer by the name of Sai Na was known for selling counterfeits, a likely employer for the tiny thieves plaguing the city perhaps. With Shen Chu in tow, the party charmed and beguiled the fraudulent salesman and were taken to see his special collection, which remained in his warehouse nearby. Lo and behold, there within the room appeared to be each of the items stolen from across the end, except each was a little different from the description. Timur took questioning into his own hands and flashed his pistol at the merchant, who admitted to stealing the odd items from an ancestor's tomb outside of the city. So uh, we just find uh, investigators uh, buy the stole of Saina uh, with various valuable antiques uh, under the rampets and in their bags and wherever they can fit them for now. As we walk away from the stall, can I do that we're watching you thing where you sort of point at your eyes and then you point at the person? Yes. And then you he... point at your gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because my armpits are full of things that were taken. Oh, that's very good. Uh, yeah, he seems startled, does a little jump, and then pretends to not see you anymore. I was going to say, like, yeah. can we have had the chat of, uh, like, now, we know that you know that we know <laughs> where we're putting this stuff. <laughs> Don't steal it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's what Timur is reinforcing with this uh, with this look. Yes. Yes. He nods. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give us uh, accurate directions to this tarpaulin covered hole? Um, I guess you'll find out when you go. Okay, but he gave but, us uh, some sort of directions. When yeah, uh, Sophie and passed a psychology role and he seemed fairly straightforward. Of course, he told you how to get there in the daytime. He didn't tell you how to get there when the gates are closed. And uh, what, what time is it now? What is the time now? Well, it was four, maybe, earlier. And mm. you went to the hostel, and you went to find Shen Chu, and then you went to Sina's warehouse. So maybe six, six thirty? Okay. Now, that's quite late in the day, in late September. Uh, actually, uh, the sun sets around 8 at this time of the year. Ah. Oh. That's me being Western. I thought it was a Northern Hemisphere thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we got a, we got a bit of time. It's boring logistics, but should we get a big bag for all this stuff so we don't walk out of the gates <laughs> like, check out the people who've been stealing stuff? <laughs> yeah. right. I love it. Oh, let's ask uh, Shen Chu, who presumably can catch up with us now, uh -huh. um, where the nearest um, seller of large bags could be found. <laughs> Perhaps a, a basket weavers <laughs> or something. There's a guy over there selling golf clubs. We'll buy a golf bag. <laughs> I'll settle for a carpet to roll everything into. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you can probably easily find a soul that sells bags. Mothers, mm -hmm. I, I'm out of spending limit for today, but if someone wants to pony up for a bag, 
Aaron, how much does a burlap sack with a dollar sign even cost? I'm assuming they're pretty cheap. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> some domino masks while we're at it. Maybe some striped cardigans. The real expense is the man that follows behind us going, I thought the music happened automatically, provided you put your hands into that kind of reverse claw position and bob them up and down as you walk. But of course you can't do that because of all the items. Yeah. That we have to pay uh, a yes. man to do that, and that's what generates the music. Mm-hmm. So don't we just we, we we just haven't acquired enough NPCs to carry stuff for us yet. We need to, yeah. I mean, Eventually you just hired a, a caravan, so in the morning... True. The time True. is nigh. I mean, if anything, that proves to me that the real bags are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> That's it. Come to That's us, my orphan army. That is great. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we, we head so to you, the gates. So you get some really big bags mm-hmm. uh, that don't look suspicious at all. And uh, where are you headed? Whichever gate is closest to the tomb, right? Yeah, we we go to the tomb. Sounds good. Because you already have the directions, uh, you manage to find your way to the tarpaulin that is covered in sand. Um, If anyone would like, they can roll me a track. Yes. Something Sophian can do. Such excitement. Oh, wait. No, he can't. He can only navigate. Sorry. No, go ahead. I don't have track. Sorry. Desert survival isn't going to be any use, is it? Uh, No. Just track. Carry on. Timur, weren't you like a like a hunter killer in the KGB don't you have track <laughs> I'm afraid I was a foot soldier in the first world war and I have no track I mean oh. if, if you know a lot about feet you should probably have some track <laughs> come on <laughs> <Okay. laughs> alright we, we, we've peaked see you all on episode 6 guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah. would anyone like one. to try anyway or are we let's give it a go we're turn. all going to roll base on track are we is that what we're doing yeah why not yeah, that's, that's a fail for me <laughs> let's do it let's do it Papa needs a new pair of shoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nope that's a fail 36 a fail from me okay that's fine you see the tarpaulin and you see the sand you lift the tarpaulin and uh under it, you see a shallow depression, conveniently out of sight of the main road and further screened from frying eyes by a small stand of scrubby trees. There is basically uh, a hole where you can descend into the tomb. Now, everyone that is over size 70, if anyone is, uh, mm-hmm. will struggle to get through. I'm and exactly 70. Okay, yeah, I think I think you'll be okay. Um, and uh, it looks very dark in there. I'm not sure if anyone's carrying any light sources. I get out my phone and uh, turn on the nope. torch. <laughs> Shoot, would we have brought flashlights and things to a stroll around the town? Presumably not. Probably not. I, I could repeatedly bottle. fire my gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that should work. <laughs> I, matches, perhaps. We might Did be expected you to smoke? have. I probably oh, have well, like... you need to have mm. them either in your inventory, and if it's a probably, then you need to roll luck. Look, my inventory lists mm. archaeological tools. 
That's on the pre-gen, so I'm assuming I have with me at all times a shovel, small gas-powered excavator, <laughs> various brushes. Um, My uh, treasure possession is a field camera. I can give us a bit of a flash like uh, Timor can. Uh, yeah, for it. a second. Okay. So, yes. so you, can, you, can, you can successfully blind us even more than the darkness would. Okay, look, okay. There's, some, there's some scrubby trees. Presumably we can get some dry branches. And if someone has some matches, surely someone amongst us roll must. Can we roll luck. group luck? Group luck, oh no. Is that Timur's job? No, I'm 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 all right with luck, but what if you guys is like forty something, right? Oh no, actually Shen Chu is Shen with Chu? you. No, Shen Chu. Shen Chu Go has home. like twenty five, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> stand a bit further back, Shen Chu. You're not part of this party right now. I mean, Shen Chu Shen Chu is not with us. She's she's back at the city, isn't she? No, she followed you. I thought she, I thought we left her in the. Okay. No, I engaged I will, with her. She is very will, much with us. I will roll luck for <laughs> Shen Chu. Twenty five. That's a 79. It's not a lucky girl. Oh, boy. All we find is water pistols. Useless. Shen Chu uh, says, Would you like me to go steal a light source? <laughs> this is a teachable moment. <laughs> Let's crouch down in front. Shen Chu, take a knee. Now listen. <laughs> we know that Bend you had the knee, to... <laughs> Shen Chu. <laughs> we know that you have to steal to survive, but we don't want you stealing things anymore. Here, <laughs> take twenty dollars and no, I don't. I don't have any more money. But... I'm really good at it. <laughs> I bet you are. Ah, uh, how far are we from the gates? I'd say it's like seven-ish now. If you go back and you buy thing and you come back, it will be seven thirty. Okay, I'm concerned about like daylight burning mm. and we are going to get locked outside. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you can go in there with absolutely no light source, though. I'm sorry. No, yeah. you've got a point. We should have thought ahead. Is it? Sorry. Is it? Is it the? Is it sundown that the gates lock, or is it the stroke of twelve? I believe it's sundown. Uh, unless oh, no. anyone knows better hmm. than me. Uh, historically, it was sundown. So yeah. if they're maintaining the tradition. So I, you assume that at around nine they would have closed them. Mm. Well, perhaps if we hurry. Hurry, hurry. Shenshu, you delightful little sprog. <laughs> Do you know a way back into the city that doesn't require us to go through the gates? Uh, I'd say uh, maybe give give a no roll for her because she doesn't really leave the gates. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for her, so this wouldn't be... Maybe she's heard of it. Okay. Success! Hey. Well, uh, I've heard from some people that there is an opening at the gate somewhere i'm not i'm not sure exactly where but i think it's it's near over there and she points somewhere and mm. lo and behold there is an opening there at the gate and it's not very far at the gate oh in Look. in the uh wall there's an opening in the wall of the near the gate not near It'd the gate okay. near the tombs sorry gotcha I was going to say, it kind of defeats the purpose of a gate, right? If there's just a big hole. I was going to say, why are we so worried about them shutting Right them? next to the gate. Okay. Maybe it's just ceremonial. <laughs> no one is allowed out. And everyone's just oh, coming no. and going from Wink. the hole. <laughs> just don't use the gate. <laughs> uh, kind of like a, like a sham castle. 
for anyone who has seen one mm-hmm. of those. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Like, you just got like a like the front of a castle, and if you go around <laughs> it, there's just nothing there. The wall is twenty <laughs> meters long. It's just for the tourists. You can walk around it. If we can get through there, I guess time isn't an issue. Let's go back, get some light, prepare ourselves properly, and then head out. Are you going to buy some light, or are you going back to the hotel to pick up from your belongings? How how many miles must, must we haul all these artifacts? <laughs> you could leave them there. You could throw them in the hall. Yeah, jobs again. We toss them in, and then like, ping, 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 all of the stolen stuff just comes out. I guess I was picturing our hotel as across town, but maybe it's not that far. Mm-hmm. If it's close, let's go there. If it's far, I, I think, like, what what are we looking to buy? Like, some candles? How much is that going to cost? Yeah, right? Matches and candles, daddies. Yeah, I see. It's a 20-minute walk to the hotel. Oh, okay. Okay. Or well, um, from the gate, or from where we... Well, I mean, we're not that far away. Yeah, 20 minutes. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It is 40 minutes of lugging around heavy <laughs> antiques, guys. Maybe you guys should uh, consider hiring a donkey for the evening. Maybe we should consider leaving them out here amongst the scrubby trees that are out of sight of the road, right? Are we yeah. worried about... Should, should we leave a couple of people to like keep an eye on them? We could yes. split up the party. Splitting Let's do... the party is always a great plan. Yeah. Yes, I agree. We've been remiss in not doing it so far. We're already in, what, session five? Ridiculous. You have split the party slightly. Well, nothing came of it, so we keep trying until <laughs> something happens. Okay. What do you mean nothing came of it? Last time we split the party, we earned a child. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. You're not very nice to Shenshu. <laughs> I meant no injuries resulted, I guess. <laughs> that's what you're really looking for. Oh, yeah. You know a lot of cards have been a masochist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, who's going to stay? I have some, uh, some like ceremonial candles in my inventory but i could just tell people to find those johnny is very very comfortable just sitting out among the trees and meditating for an hour while he waits for the others buffian will go into the city i'm happy to wait then i guess i will uh, accompany and accompany sofian shinchu is kind of looking at you and then looking at janyu and kind of going behind him i'm like <laughs> <laughs> Bring back some food, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're sitting around examining the various items. Periodically interrupting Zhang Yu, who's attempting to meditate. (laughs) With with small talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Getting to know Shen Chu, potentially. (laughs) And uh, yeah, the rest of you, uh, would you like to do anything in particular or we can fast forward? You're going back to the hotel. As you arrive at the hotel, you're greeted by Professor Johnson. Oh, hello, friends. Well, I, I, I've i been meaning to talk to you. Where have you been all day? Uh, not long after we last spoke, I, I discovered a number of curious tiny clay coins in one of my jacket pockets. And he just kind of shows you some classic Panyang. Exactly like, uh-huh. the, like the ones you found before. Classic Panyang. Bizarre indeed. Classic. (laughs) Old school. That is rather strange, my friend. Yes, I I thought so too. Sofian just eyes over at Timor. Have you found anything else? Is is did you find my cane? You've been out a long time. 
we have uh, had business to attend to, but uh, we have spoken to some people, and if anything turns up, we will let you know. Oh, uh, okay. Well, please do. We will. Did you want the coins? Uh, yes. Uh, please. And then Sofian will hold out his hands. Well, if, if they help you find my cane, here you go. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the, to the bar. Okay, good luck with your business. Don't drink too much. Ha! <laughs> Ha-ha! <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> you know it doesn't, but I love him. <laughs> he's, he's like an NPC in like a Pokemon game or something. Like he's ostensibly in town <laughs> on a once-in-a-lifetime pilgrimage <laughs> to visit his, uh, the tomb of this scholar he's like, you know, admired his whole life. But he can't possibly go there until you recover his walking stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he will be in the bar until such a time as you show up with the object. <laughs> We come back at the end of Children of Fear and he's still there. <laughs> well, have you found, have you found my walking stick yet? <laughs> you just recite exactly the same monologue. Like, I found these strange coins in my jacket pocket. <laughs> yep. uh, yes. But it's okay because when we return with the walking stick, eventually he'll give us a ticket to go on a cruise on the same town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. All right, yes, so everything goes fine. Uh, you pick up your light sauce, which is... What are you grabbing? Is, is seriously the best thing we have some ceremonial candles? Is that, is that, is that literally <laughs> the best no we can do? no one have a lantern? No. The ghosts you have might archaeological equipment. I mean, I'm assuming I'm we'll surely. have it in the equipment we're buying. Yeah, but you haven't received that yet. Exactly. I, I have archaeological equipment in my uh on my character sheet and i, that I think must include a tour yeah, yeah i was over prepared like yeah. i remember discussing yeah, bringing my own stuff so yeah yeah so we'll get you dora's torch mm-hmm. Dora's torch and some ceremonial candles <laughs> <laughs> yes C- can we assume a lantern as well as a torch like i don't know that's pushing too it too much do you okay another group like? no i don't All can right, we get a canary torch. to take down into the mine you should, you should absolutely do a group luck because it's only Sofian and Timon now. That's true. That's yeah. true. And we're quite lucky, yeah. right? You guys are way luckier. <laughs> we are. Well, I've, I'm, at, I'm at 69, dude. What are you at? Yeah, you are. Nice. Uh, <laughs> 52. 52. So that's that's the group luck. Come on. Oh, 50 flat. Oh, wait, no, that's five. Oh. Oh, five. Outstanding. So we have a lantern. Yeah. You found you you have like one lantern each, both of them. Nice, nice. Eudora came for this. Okay, and then off you pop, and you're back uh, right before sundown. Did you pick up any snacks? Did you pick up snacks? No. No. (laughs) Eudora's face falls. (laughs) But you do have dumplings on you still. Do we still have dumplings? The ones sent you. Oh, that's right. Okay, well then I'll, I guess I'll, I'll share them out. <laughs> Sofian's brushing the the remnants of food they got along the way out of his mustache. Yeah. Like, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> the dumplings were almost as good as that first place we ate. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> you are back at the tomb zone. Are you entering the hole? Let's throw the tarp open and uh, sort of shine the lanterns down and see what's within. You can't see very much. You have to kind of 
descend into the hall. Can I kind of watch to see if there's anybody around to witness us going into a tomb? Because I'd rather we weren't observed yeah, looking it. like we were tomb robbing. Is that a spot <laughs> hidden? Yeah. Okay. No, that's a fail. Okay, you don't know. I feel like I feel like Shen Chu is quite paranoid. Would she be able to make the same roll? Yeah. Uh, sixty-five percent. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. hard success. Nice. So the coast is clear, and she jumps in. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Just a head-first dive, perfect form. Nine for the Russian judge. Assassin's Creed. Eagle calls behind her as she flies <laughs> down into the darkness. <laughs> but lands in some hay, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, she does have a light source, so someone should probably follow her. Yeah. Um, uh, Chen Yu will, will grab a candle and, uh, and muttering, like, Shen Shen de Gawan, just uh, <laughs> jump in after her. <laughs> Love it. I'd also like a candle. Yeah. yeah. Let's head yeah. on. Let's all go. You make your brave descent. And you find yourselves having to walk down a short, narrow tunnel. It smells of stale soil and decomposition. Looking around, you see broken statues of people and animals jut out from areas where dirt has collapsed into the various burial chambers. In the darkness, you jump as you graze past the shoulder or tail of a statue. You try to concentrate, and then your attention is drawn onto a particular area in the distance where you notice the obvious signs of excavation and petty pilfering. What is also obvious is the small pile of newer objects, including the professor's cane, the porcelain pillow, a silk cap, and various other items that very closely match the ones you are carrying. Around the pile of objects, in a loose circle, stand half a dozen of the by now familiar naked armless terracotta dolls. Goodness, that's eerie. Oh. Okay. How creepy is his walking cane? That is a huge octopus head. <laughs> what do you do? What is the um, appropriate way of showing our respect as we approach? Can I make some sort of check to determine the answer to that with, I assume, law uh, other faiths? Unfortunately, it would be an occult. I mean, we've already determined that Jan Yu is an absolute master of the occult. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll happily roll that and we'll no doubt get another extreme success. Holy sh- I actually you succeeded. <laughs> nice. Um... You reckon that whatever yeah. you do, you make your offering before you try to retrieve the items. Um, yeah, uh, Jenny will, will, will pass that message on to the others. So Timur will start opening the bag, the swag bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I just lay them on the pile? We should uh, place them close to the thing that we are replacing. Ideally, I think we should... Uh... I explain the technique adopted by uh, perhaps my most famous colleague, one Professor Jones, which involves <laughs> carefully weighing the item you're replacing in one hand and then pulling a real quick swap do and then running out of the temple very, very fast. <laughs> Before the giant stone boulder comes and crushes us. Yes, we can expect one, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So are you kind of entering the circle to put your items down? So, I mean, if I have to, I will, but can That's I sort of leave? question. Yeah, like these guys in the picture. <laughs> I mean, would I give any reason not to do that? No, I think as long as it's very clear that you're offering items rather than taking them, mm-hmm. you think it should be all right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Should we start with the cane? Yes. And, and while this is happening, can I just very quietly, um, like, just sort of put a hand on Shen Chu's uh, shoulder, lean in and say, whatever you do, don't take anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing but the lamp, Shen Chu. She's kind of mesmerized <laughs> by all the coins and valuable objects. Can you roll a pow for her to make sure she manages to control herself from not touching oh the beautiful thingies? We brought um, her to Maniac to a curse <laughs> What did we expect was going to happen? C- can mm. I, um, is Jen Yu kind of assisting? Can I get a um, bonus? I'd say you can hold her back if you see her go for it, rather than give her a bonus okay. and her will on. Oh no! <gasps> A oh, wow. Oh, what are the odds? Mega failed. <laughs> <laughs> Shen, uh, Shen Chu looks at the pile of objects, just like, I will never be hungry again. <laughs> and then she literally runs and jumps into the middle of the circle with glee. Oh, As God. she does that, oh, no. all of the doors around the circle spring to oh, life. Wow. They transform, no longer naked and armless, now dressed in silken costumes, and they look intensely at Shen Chu in the middle of the circle. Everyone, can you please give me a sanity as you witness this transformation? Oh boy. Where were these creepy guardians when Sayana was making his original excavations? <laughs> They've just shown up since, oh, apparently. Picture. Okay, now, pass. That is a fail on my son. One D six, please. Oh, that's a two. That oh, could no, be. Oh no, everyone's going insane. Fail. Everyone who failed, please give me a one D six. And also, can you roll for uh, Shenchu, please, as well? Uh, both, both Shenchu and Janyu have succeeded. Okay, you're fine. I only lost two points of sanity. Yeah, so did I. How about you? That was a pass for me. Okay, wow, well done, everyone. Uh, the ones of you who lost two sanity, what's your um? Uh, immediate kind of automatic response to witnessing this and feeling the fear of expecting this partly but partly really not so I'm holding the cane and I'm trained to act Mm -hmm. so I think my immediate response will be to swing like a madman at the head of one of the things okay like like, ah (laughs) these things are getting aggressive um, please roll uh, a brawl while I roll a dodge. Okay, that's a fail. That's a 58 versus 55. Okay, so you just miss. They don't even have to kind of move. You're quite panicked. But they seem angry. Um, they look at your items and they hesitate for a second. Uh, but you can see that some of them are drawing tiny knives from the, oh my the, God. Little, the little robes. Oh, yes. oh my. Uh, yes, Shenshu has knives. picked up a bunch of coins and is wearing a red silk cap 
that looks a lot like what Mihan was wearing. Shouldn't um, you know? And now she's scared, so she starts walking backwards away from them. <laughs> but they try to intercept her by grabbing the hat from her head. Mm -hmm. And stabbing out her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how initiative works in Call of Cthulhu. Is it like D&D? Can you speak out of turn? You can speak out of turn. And also, I haven't really started the dexterity order yet. Mm -hmm. um, they're just going to do a quick action because she's right there when they came to life and you all had to roll sanity. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and then, and then I'm going to go in dexterity order. So mm -hmm. they're going to try and grab her and the hat and they fail very much as uh, she moves nice. quite fast mm -hmm. and then she starts Atta walking go. backwards towards mm -hmm. the rest of you and now we can go into dexterity order i think as as soon as he is able to do so jen you will say to shenchu shenchu give it back we have enough money to keep you clothed and fed you don't need any of this just Give it back. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm scared. She kind of gives you the hat and the coins. <laughs> and, um, yeah, okay. So, starting with uh, Timor. Okay, so she's in the, Shenchu is in the middle of the dolls. No, she has run back and now is uh, with Janu and she has given him the hat and the coins. Making him a target, smart. Mm-hmm. So Timur will take a deep breath, like pulling himself together, and still holding the cane, he will go. He will like hold his hands up in a sort of like a "Hey, I don't mean any harm" sort of way, and he will he will lean as though going to put the cane into the pile of goodies. And if nobody stops him, he will drop the cane down next to the the, the professor's cane. Yeah, the dolls are ignoring you and they're all trying to retrieve the hat that uh, Janu is holding. So if you put the cane down, they allow you to do that. Uh, maybe since there are six, maybe two or three, three of them will go to retrieve the hat and the other three will be watching to see if anyone tries to take any of the rest of the items. Sure. So, I mean, basically, if, if that seems to go well, I will shuffle as many things from the bag to the pile as I can reasonably within a combat turn. Yeah, uh, roll me luck. Okie dokie. 69, dude. That's a 59, so that's a success. Oh, yeah. yeah, you actually put uh, the original silk cap back into the pile. And as soon as they turn around and see that, they leave Janya alone and turn back. Then they look at you and they kind of take a few steps. They they kind of leave a semicircle open on the um, pile of items and see what you do next. Shen is hiding behind Janu, um, even though she's not like she she feels a bit uncomfortable at the situation. Um, Sophian, what do you do? Sophian is currently in prayer and believing these things to be like spirits or something. Um, he's just kind of keeping his distance, but he might move towards the... Uh, does Jianyu have the hat currently? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he'll move towards Jianyu to try and 
prey protection over him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dolls, as said, have taken a few steps back and are allowing um, the deposition of items that are the original belongings of their owner. Eudora? Uh, um, on the assumption that there was more than just one bag containing all this stuff, um, mm-hmm. she'd like to grab one or two things and uh, sort of carefully walk towards the pile with them in each hand and say, look, we're, we're giving them back. We're giving them back. And she'd like to slowly put them down on the pile and if possible, upon going back, uh, grab a couple of the things that we were here for. Mm-hmm. So maybe the cane in one hand and the... Um, what else are we here for? Just a cane? Pillow. The porcelain the pillow. pillow, that's right. Very important pillow. <laughs> okay, ideally I'd like to I'd like to grab a cane and a pillow. Yeah. Yeah, they they um actually roll me luck oh, to boy. see if the pillow is one of the things you have already put down or not. Ooh. Uh fifty seven, that's a fail. Okay, as soon as you grab the pillow, you can see one of them kind of starts heading towards you. I drop it. Janyu. Janyu will just um, like put a hand on uh, uh, put a hand on Shenzhou's like head, probably because she's quite small, and say, uh, "It's all right. Just stay here." Uh, he will not do anything else. He'll just stay between her and the dolls slash pile of very uh, very tempting treasure okay uh i'll say that was a one round of decks and timor you managed to put all the rest of the items in so eudora's got the cane uh, as in the professor's cane as opposed to yep. the the original cane so mm. timor will reach forward and provided i've put down the the replacement pillow will um will take the the nicely painted porcelain pillow as well mm-hmm. and then he will say do we want to take the other things or no so we've got a <laughs> Mihan's hat apparently do we have any clue that it's Mihan? I don't think we ever talked to him no, about a hat no I shouldn't have said that so okay, well. <laughs> we, see, we see a hat <laughs> yeah, a and, silk and, cap and anything else? Um, there are a few other things um a couple of items but you notice that you're returning seven but there's only like four of the four of them there so they haven't they haven't found all the replacements yet yeah and there's no uh you notice that there's nothing uh even though you're returning the camera shaped box there's nothing shaped like a camera there Hmm. <laughs> I wonder what might have gone missing tonight. <laughs> I I think I think that Timor will if having said that, if, if if nobody says otherwise, I think Timor will pick up the four items that are sort of broadly analogous with the things we've brought back and put those into the bag if nobody if if none of the little people try to stab me. <laughs> yeah, provided the equivalents have been placed there, they don't try to stab you. Cool. Then I, I put those things in the bag, and uh, I say, I think it is time for us to leave. Do you put the doll down? Ah, and we've got all the coins as well. Yeah, the coins and the other terracotta doll. I think they can probably have them back. 
Yeah, so I don't like these coins. No, cursed coins back on the pile. Um, we you notice that the, the terracotta doll <laughs> without a leg doesn't come to life. Oh, it's a broken. Uh... Oh, Shenshu! You managed to kill one of these things. <laughs> no, I don't say this out loud in the haunted tomb. <laughs> but I do think it, and I'm a little impressed. Shinchu, highest body count of the party so far. Right? <laughs> one kick. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to copy this doll over to the... I mean, we don't know what Timor's backstory is. <laughs> so far, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, do you leave? I think so. Yeah, I think Timor would be the last to leave as somebody with a gun and a vague sense that he's supposed to be protecting the others. But yes, he will be like, I think it is time for us to leave and sort of ushering people up out the, out of the tomb. And Phaedra, Sofian would know his own camera box if it was in front of him. <laughs> is this my camera box? <laughs> This is what I'd suspected from the beginning, but you didn't... Yeah, I didn't really ask it. It's not your camera box, but it looks quite like it. It's the original, and they've gone and nicked, or would have nicked, your camera box to replace it, presumably. Ah, uh, okay. Very good, yeah. very good. <laughs> um, yeah, as soon as you start leaving, you see them kind of take, out, take back their previous formation and return back to lifeless. So what we Their don't know... Their arms disappear, the little silk robes. And we don't know if there's more of them scuttling around the city as we speak, <laughs> trying to steal cameras and similar. Well, as far as you know, uh, you've returned everything that was missing. That's true. I think perhaps we should try and find a way to close this tomb up. So these little things can't cause any more mischief around the city. I don't suppose anybody thought to bring my uh, gas-powered excavator <laughs> in the hotel room. <laughs> sure there's shovels around somewhere. Uh, where? <laughs> We're just out among the tombs in case anyone feels like doing some light grave robbing. <laughs> we can didn't like some... <laughs> have an ancient shovel in there or something that we're going to go steal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. We can kick some sand over the opening, that's, uh, that's about it, I think. Yeah, um, it would take you a while. Mm. If you want to dedicate some some time this evening, you can do that and then enter the door, the doors, uh, enter the city through the secret opening. Well, it's just sand, there's a half dozen of us with, with a bit of kicking and stuff. Yeah. We can probably do something, right? Yeah. Why not? And didn't we didn't we say there were some nearby branches that we could maybe use to sort yeah. of loosen up some earth and stuff? Yeah, there we, we go. Use Smart. Some branches. I play games like this. We punch a tree until we get a stick and we craft <laughs> that into an axe, and then eventually we have a shovel. Smart, smart thinking. As we're trying to fill the hole, Timora's going to say, "Can I just check that we saw what I think we saw?" I've been wondering that myself. I it's not my first time in a tomb, but I have to say it's the it's the first time I've seen the statuary come to life. That energy around it was spiritual, not not physical, not there. I've never seen a manifestation of 
gin like this before. I've heard of it, but never experienced it firsthand. Yeah, it was shocking. I, for one, could use a drink. I confess I've never been too much of a believer. I mean, Papa took us to church sometimes, but this is... Goodness. This is, uh... Yes, quite new. Yes. I would appreciate some, um, downtime, I think. This evening has been quite a lot. So are you back to the hotel for a good night's sleep before your departure in the morning? I think so. Yeah, well, we... Well, we need to we need to drop some stuff off, right? I suppose we could do it in the morning. Well, we're heading to Meehan's anyway. Oh, we don't know it's his hat anyway. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But the professor's just going to be propping up the bar, so he's easy enough. Yeah, well, I, my thought was that we would take the um, porcelain pillow back to, uh, back to that uh, hostel, um, and then the other stuff we would give to you know, either our concierge or the hostel guy and say, you know, you know people in the city, can you make some inquiries? Smart. But we can hit up the hostel. Um, it's not too far from Mihans, right? It's all in the Muslim quarter. Yeah. So. Shen Chu also took quite a liking to that hat. I suppose there's no harm in letting her have it now. <laughs> Mihan's going to see the street urchin stroll into his oh, shop yeah, wearing true. his hat. I can't wait for that scene. <laughs> I mean, uh, as of right now, we have no reason not to do that. So, uh, oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm all for it. Oh, yeah, that's a fun fun one. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you um, go back. Uh, you see uh, Professor Johnson still at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, any updates on my cane? <laughs> uh, you talk to the man, Sophia, and I just, I can't bear it. Whiskey? <laughs> Professor, close your eyes, open your hands. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Okay, we're playing a game? <laughs> okay. I slowly lower his cane into his hands. My cane! Oh, goodness, where did you find it? Oh, I could hug you, I could kiss you. Gets up and starts well. hugging you and kissing you. <laughs> uh, uh, the oh, you have made a friend forever, Mr. Wine. Ah, oh, great name. Please, call me Bazaz. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> yes, uh, it turned out to just be around the corner. No one had stolen it after all. Amazing. Oh, oh I could kiss you. And then he starts kissing his cane on Wait. the octopus head. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I touched that. This is concerning. I don't know what you've done with the head of this cane. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh... Thank you for your friendship. Uh, I believe that'll be all. Uh, I'll leave you to your whiskey. I do hope that the rest of your time here in Shan is uh, enjoyable. Oh, thank you. I, uh, tomorrow morning, first thing, I'm going to uh, go uh, to go to the Great Goose Pagoda and look at the readings of the Great Shen Chang. And you'll be able to get there because you'll have your special cane. <laughs> Exactly, what a funny man. <laughs> Enjoy, my friend. Goodbye. Uh, I can finally sleep.
he goes and he starts heading to his room instead. <laughs> Maybe he's only been in the bar this whole time because he can't manage the stairs without his stick. He's just pretty trapped <laughs> <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> Are we interested in heading to the um to the pagoda with him? No, to his room. <laughs> now, hang on, old man. We're not done. <laughs> I, I'm so pleased I could kiss you some more. <laughs> yeah, that means. No, I meant Yuan Xiang's uh, tomb, the Buddhist scholar's place in the morning. I don't know. Some sightseeing, just a suggestion. I was going to comment on the fact that his last name is Johnson, but I think I'll uh, <laughs> save that. <laughs> We've returned his firm rod and he is uh, oh, restored to full vigor. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lovely undisturbed evening are we bringing shen chu into the hotel no my my plan was to bring her in and then like do we have like do any of the rooms have like a little camp bed or like a a sofa that she could sleep on ideally in ideally in eudora's room if there is one ah uh, uh, eudora roll me luck Alrighty. <laughs> I'll share a bed with this small child. Uh, that's 20, that's a success. Okay, yeah, you have like a small photon at the foot of the bed. She can curl up on it like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I try and make her comfortable with some spare blankets and whatnot. Okay. She's like, oh, thank you, this is such a lovely bed. <laughs> She's adorable. <laughs> and then in the morning, uh, I, do you go straight to Mihan's, or do you go anywhere else first? Yeah, I think we want to swing by the uh, the, the hostel to hand over the pillow and possibly the, the other things, right? Mm-hmm. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lead thanks you profusely and says he will send the pillow to uh, his previous customer I- immediately. Do you think you would be able to reunite the owners of these other stolen items with their goods? Perhaps I can. I can try. If you could make some inquiries, perhaps we are leaving the city <laughs> probably today. Uh, may I ask wh- where did you where did you find them? You wouldn't believe me if I told you, my friend. Nice. He stares at you with mouth hanging open as you disappear into the sunset. <laughs> you pull the a wheelie on your motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> I walk away from the explosion without a back. <laughs> we, we don't give him the silk cap, though, right? I mean, if, 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 we, if we want to say that Shen Chu is wearing uh-huh. that, yeah, I mean, if we want to say that she's wearing that, we can keep that, if that's going to be a fun scene. <laughs> I think yeah, that's, that's funny, personally. That's, that's Shen Chu's hat now. <laughs> You're like, I'm sure whoever owns it won't miss it. <laughs> Tons of silk about the place. Not valuable. Uh, yeah, you go to Mihan's check for your expedition. He sees you and he says, Oh, friends, everything is ready for you. And then he spots Shen Chu and she's like, Oh, that's my hat, you little thief! Quick, catch her! <laughs> and then he starts chasing Shen Chu, uh, who he... starts running in fear. Yakety sex does play. I was going to say, yeah, do we help her or do we start singing the Benny Hill thing? Too? <laughs> <laughs> We all Ooh, look at the camera and say, oh, Meehan, and then it fades. Womp, womp. Eudora will pick Shen Chu up. <laughs> We're like, stop that, you ghastly man. 
What are you talking about? This little thief has my hat. Is, is, is this little thief yours? First of all, yes, she is. She's <laughs> our thief. <laughs> and uh, this is your hat, is it? Yes, I, I lost it the other night. Uh, I just found this weird clay coins on my bed. I think I have them somewhere here. And he shows you the clay coins. <laughs> ah, um, gosh, what a small world. Uh, well, how, look, she likes- Are these coins yours? He kind of puts them near Shenshu's face. <laughs> how much for the hat, Mihan? Well, I guess I have replaced it now. Uh, it's meaningful prize possession. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will slide him an amount of silver dollars that is below my spending limit of ten. <laughs> to you've already, him. Oh, it's a new day. It's a new day. I'll take all ten of that. It's a very <laughs> valuable hand. Alright, I'm feeling generous. Anything for our group mascot. <laughs> um He kind of comes down and warms back up. He's like, I see you got a an extra companion for your journey. Um well, uh, please meet my son, Mihu, who will lead your expedition. The younger man is the spitting image of Mihan at a younger age. Even though clean-shaven, he also keeps his hair a little longer than the older man, and strands of it curl out from beneath his white skullcap. He smiles a beautiful smile at you, and his eyes glitter in the sunlight as he greets you warmly but respectfully. I am honoured to be leading your expedition, Please allow me to introduce you, our team. Uh, the mule-drawn mappers are staffed with supplies ready for the long trip to Tunghuang. And there's also a horse for Eudora. Eudora, describe to us your horse. Ah, uh, chestnut brown, silky mane. Um, I asked the horse's name. You can name it. I get to name the horse. Ah, high honor. I will, I will name her... I'll name her chestnut. I exactly thought that's what you were gonna do. Perfect. It's the Same most, wavelength. It's the most <laughs> <laughs> classic name for a horse. It was that or Buttercup, which is more of a cow name now that I think about it. <laughs> and your journey starts from Shan to Tunghuang, which is approximately 1,000 miles along the Kansu Corridor. There are several major towns along the way, with government rest houses, known as Kunkwans, spaced roughly a day's march apart between them. You sometimes sleep in your caravan, in hostels at the major towns, and sometimes at those quite unpleasant government rest houses. Now it's time for uh, you to tell me your plans on self-improvement during your long journey, which will take around 34 days. Ooh. Uh, you are leaving Xi'an in late September, so you're expected to arrive at the Caves of the Thousand Buddhas in late October or early November, assuming everything goes to plan. You have that time to try and gain some skills. Uh, suggested skills for improvement uh, include write, navigate, and any relevant language skills the characters may be able to learn from one another or glean from the caravan staff. And is this on top of... Um, there's no we... improvement checks right now. Oh, there's none at this That's point. That's called okay. the investigative development phase. The self-improvement phase is a different one. Oh, fine. You don't get that yet. I like it. Okay, so our texts mean nothing? Oh, this is separate. Fine. Mm -hmm. hmm. um, Sophia. 
would Jian Yu be able to prevail upon you to teach him more about um, Islam so that I can develop my law other cultures skill, please? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's probably the thing that, um, that Jian Yu is most, most um, interested in learning. Uh, and then, did you say there were two things that we're able to work on? So basically, depending on if you want to learn something, you don't have anything but the base scoring, then you have to concentrate on that one thing and you need a teacher. If you want to train skills you already have a little bit in, you can either pick one skill and add 2d4 points to it after a month, or you can choose two skills and add 1d4 to each of them after a month. Either mm -hmm. In either way, you need to pass a power roll. Uh, to concentrate and devote time to that skill. Yeah. Period. Okay. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the the law, and then also um, I think probably psychology with just um, mm -hmm. like trying to get better at working with a child <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and like communicating there with. It's something that, yeah, Jenny's already reasonably good at, but we'll obviously need to improve at. Yeah, sounds good. I would love to get in on that action. Um, Psychology. Yeah. Do you have anything but the base? No, I don't. So you need to learn it as a new skill. Yes, yeah, so I'd like to spend the whole month focusing on it. And if you need possible, I would like uh, Jeanne to be my teacher. I would like to have proposed, while we were waiting uh, under the scrubby trees by the tomb, that uh, we begin Shen Chu's instruction, seeing as she's been woefully undereducated. And yeah, I'd like to dedicate like an hour to a day to attempting to instill like a wonderful history or archaeology or desert survival or whatever <laughs> nonsense Eudora cares about. Uh, into this this young child, and I assume in the process we'll have to learn a certain amount of psychology because I'm picturing a lot of frustration and distraction and just like you know she's a university lecturer, probably not a great one with such a low psychology and no social skills. She probably just monologues and expects people to take notes. So you need a teacher that has fifty or above in psychology. Ah, uh, Shan Yu. I actually do have fifty in psychology. Yes, <laughs> it works. Okay, so you're focusing on psychology. Yes, please. Uh, Janu, you're splitting it between psychology and uh, law Hindu. Uh, Muslim, wasn't it? Uh, I was going to say, So 1d4 yeah. in each is your... Uh... Cool. Yeah. Um, at the um, moment, I've got, I've got law Buddhism and Christianity, and I have law other faiths. I was assuming that Islam would come under that. Would it be its own uh, thing and separate to those? I think probably... Uh, but I'll I'll say that that means you don't have base. That's okay. You can mm -hmm. you can do it as an extra. Cool. Um, okay. You can add the one d four on top of the other faiths, mm -hmm. and then add it as a, as an extra one. Um, Sophian, are you trying to get some Chinese? Are you that your sweet bippy? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Gonna learn as much Chinese from anyone who willingly teach me, uh, whatever dialect they can. Um, I'm going to say that me who, let me see, yeah, can can help teach you Chinese. As, Yay! As a teacher. Yeah. What a nice young lad. Yeah, he's great. What about you, Timur? So Timur would like to work on his Chinese as well, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he would also like to work on and would offer to to teach anybody that wanted or wanted help with it. He would also like to work on uh, his rifle. So he has above base in the rifle, but he isn't as good a shot with that as he is with his handgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can teach you unless there's a staff member. I've got 55. Yeah, uh, you can rifle. help. Yeah, but shotgun awesome. slash rifle. Yeah, no, that's awesome then, yeah. So, yeah, he'd like to, to work on his sort of marksmanship um, and his Chinese, basically. I can help with one of those things. <laughs> we set up some bottles in the desert, presumably, and... Yeah, that's what I'm, th- I'm thinking. We sort of go, oh, look, there's a there's a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a vulture. <laughs> so that means everyone, please roll me two power rolls each. Uh, Janu and Timor, you're gonna, you only need to roll one because okay. I think the only the two of you felt watched when you were going through peaking, is that right? And Yudora and Sophia didn't feel watched. Yes, we did. I felt watched. So... Yeah. Did you, Janu? Yeah, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, so Janu and Timor, just roll for your skills. And uh, you don't Sophie and roll twice, please. The first one for the skill, mm. the second one for Success. Yay. Success. Success both times. Okay. Did we get any fails? Two successes. I failed my power. Oh, I'm sorry. That means you. You don't get to improve your skills. Alas, alas. Sorry. Um, does uh, does Shen Shu get to improve stuff? Yes, and also roll a power roll. Uh, what uh, what would Shen Shu? What would you guys like Shen Shu to improve? I was going to suggest uh, navigate because it's something that she's already good at, but also something that will be relevant on the journey. She has fifty percent navigate. Yeah, and then I've only got forty, so I can't teach her personally. Hmm. Um, uh, she doesn't need a teacher. She doesn't yeah, need a teacher. If you already have a skill, you can just spend time practicing it with the environment. Got it, of course. Jan mm-hmm. Yu would try to teach her either psychology or persuade, because she's already good at fast talk, so she's good at lying. But he would try and teach her like a, what he considers to be a better way of reasoning with people. So maybe psychology, I think, probably makes the most sense. So uh, that means she's not learning anything Eudora is teaching her. No, nothing whatsoever. <laughs> it's all one ear out the other. Okay, uh, please feel free to roll power for her twice. All right, she's done better than me so far. There's two successes. She's nailing it. Okay, so everyone succeeded at everything besides Janu, who succeeded at nothing. Oh, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one at a time, uh, Dr. Lockhart, mm-hmm. roll us 1d10 plus 1 for your psychology improvement. That's a two. So I clock in now at 13 psychology. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Getting better. <laughs> All uh, that for three points. Okay. Jen, you actually, you want to roll us for Shen? That's 1d4 for psychology or persuade and 1d4 for navigate. Uh, okay, so that's a one for psychology and a four for navigate. Okay, so 54 navigate. And what's the base for psychology? Ten. So eleven psychology. Great. She's growing up so quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sophian, roll us 1d10 plus 1 for your Chinese. Oh, eight. Nice. Yes, perfect. So that's nine total? Yeah. Awesome. Exceptional. Timor, roll us for your rifle 
Uh, I've rolled actually and got an amazing three for my rifle and an amazing one for my Chinese. Great work. <laughs> Good job. Amazing. So, um, everyone now, uh, during your journey, you feel as if there is an almost constant presence just over your shoulder, but always out of sight. As you draw closer to Dung Huang, on top of that, you also have a sense that something is about to happen, almost like a thunderstorm about to break, or that someone or something is on the verge of letting out a long-held breath. So you have a nice long journey where you're practicing your various skills, you're talking to the caravan, getting to know each other better. Just west of Lanchu, you see ahead of you some sort of roadblock. It's manned by a handful of Chinese troops, and they seem to have stopped a small group of what appear to be Russian refugees riding on horses and carts. The refugees look distressed, and the interaction seems heated. Uh, they appear to be speaking in a mixture of Russian and Chinese. Yeah. So I think Timur would say, um, uh, could you excuse me for a moment, friends? I, uh, I would like to overhear and possibly intervene. Of course, these are your countrymen. And I'll, I'll trot my donkey over towards them. The Russian refugees look very distressed. And, uh, the troops are kind of shouting at them, telling them they're not allowed to pass. And the refugees are like, uh, are saying, please let us through. We, we have to go. We can't go anywhere else. And they're harassing them. Uh, Dr. Eudora, this scene feels very familiar to you, almost like you've seen it in a dream. Roll me sanity. My god, that's right. I had a vision. Um... That's 15, I'm fine. Yeah. But it feels very familiar. Intense deja vu. I tell whoever's nearest to me, not Timur if he's gone off. Yeah. Sofian, Shanyu, this is the strangest... I could have sworn I had a dream of this exact scene. How bizarre. Uh, the troops see you and they... Um, they also send someone to you to say... Uh, they, they signal you to stop. And they say, papers please. Uh, I will say uh, in my in my broken Chinese, we have a letter from uh, from a general from a general. Uh, it is with my colleagues, and I'll point with my thumb over my shoulder to the you know caravan. This letter is a fake. It's clearly worthless. Uh, so I'll say that I can assure you that the letter is real and uh, uh, signed by General Wu Peifu, and we are just travelling through on our way to Tonhuang. Are you a Russian refugee as well, just like just like them? I am a resident of uh, of Peking. I work at the University of Yanqing. I am uh, an art historian. Ah, <laughs> uh, of course, of course you are. You barely speak Chinese, and you're an art historian. Oh, please, you can't come here with a piece of paper and expect to pass through. I think you might need to. Uh, Help us out, accept this forged paper. How much uh, money do you have? Your friends are ahead. Uh, they're not passing through. They don't seem to have any. Uh, well, I'll say, uh, I can assure you that my paperwork is good, but perhaps I could help uh, ease the passage of the, uh, the people over there, who I'm sure are just trying to get to their family. How, uh, if I were to offer you 
say, 20 silver dollars, could you allow these people to pass in their carts? 20 for them, 20 for you. Hmm. I am just a, a poor academic, my friend. I did not earn a great deal of money at the university. Can we call it 30? Uh, me who, uh, from the caravan, has just noticed this altercation that's happening. And he heads down and kind of stares at them. They see that and they kind of are a bit shaken, at, uh, like as if they recognize him. Then they make a big show of re-examining the paper you gave him, you gave them and passing it back and forth and li- whispering while looking at you and back at the paper. Ah, uh, this is not an official paper. Could have been easily forged, but uh, we are generous and will allow you to pass this time. Good day. And the people in the cart? That that will be twenty dollars. I will fish out twenty silver dollars from your cash. Uh, yeah, my spending level for the day. Do you have uh, twenty spending level? It's ten dollars, but that's two. That's twenty silver dollars, right? Of course. Is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, so I'll I'll fish out like my, my entire day's worth of money, and I will say, mm-hmm. uh, and these people pass unharassed, yes. Yes, you're gracious, and they kind of bow at you ironically, and let you all pass. I say. That was remarkable. That, that, me who? They certainly stood up and paid attention when you uh, gave them that look. Do you, do you know these men? Well, they know me and my family. We've passed through here for generations. They know we have connections. Amazing. Wow, what a joy it is to be well connected. Uh, once you reach beyond Lanchu, the fertile fields of the Shenxi province give way to the steep-sided canyons of the Kansu Corridor proper reaching their narrowest point at the excellent Valley Pass, the spot where the Silk Road passes through a massive double gate set into the Great Wall of China. According to Mildred Cable, a British missionary also travelling to the Silk Road in Kanchu in late 1923, the gateway as a whole was also known as Hui Menquan, the Gate of the Demons, and the westernmost of the two gates was referred to as the Gate of Size. Like Kanchu, which now sits squarely in the middle of the Kansu Corridor, this pass was once the edge of the empire, and the gate is covered in ancient graffiti, scrolled by those exiled beyond the borders of the homeland, never to return. In fact, wherever you go, there is Russian graffiti scrolled on the walls and carved into trees and rocks. While most phrases are perfectly mundane, though often heartbreaking, and some Timor might recognize as his own handwriting, there is one phrase in particular that keeps appearing over and over again, written in a dark red-brown paint. Feel free to roll a quick medicinal first aid if you like, and I do also require a Russian roll unless your Russian is over 50. Yeah, my Russian is over 50. Uh, I don't know if that's a pass on first aid there. Give me a moment. Um... That is a pass on first aid, but only just. It's blood. What does it say? It appears to be in a particularly odd and obscure dialect, so actually you might need to roll as well. Okay. Uh, no, I don't recognise it. If it's, if, it's, if it's not just in standard Russian, that's a foul. Okay. Would you like to take some more time there and push? Yeah, I think I would, because if, if it keeps coming up, 
Mm-hmm. You might seems... arrive late, basically. It might take some more time than you so. think. I, w- I, will, I will ask if everybody can give me some time to, to try and read to see mm-hmm. if I can make any sense of this because it seems alarming to me. Uh, that's a success. That's 42. It says, they are come. The end is upon us, for they are come. There's something really unnerving to look at about it. Okay. They are come, the end is upon us, they are come. For they are come. For they are come. Yeah, and if you want, you get a chance to kind of point out the messages you left along the way. Yes. So I, I, I probably I probably will, actually. So uh, somewhere along the way, um, uh, carved uh, on, uh, on a sort of a, a piece of rock, like a largish piece of rock along the, the path, uh, I'll point to something that's very sort of badly scrawled, uh, mm-hmm. and I will say that uh, that uh, was my daughter. That is Manya's name. Uh, she wanted to make her mark as well. <laughs> I did not think I would ever see this again. And uh, he won't say anything about any graffiti that he made himself, but he will look thoughtful at various points along the journey. After. Many days, uh, a bit longer than you expected. Uh, you finally make it to Tunghuang. The desert trail leads into Chenfotang Valley, where a row of trees to one side of the path partially screens the layers of caves chiseled from the soft rock over the course of centuries. Now into the fall, the air here is cooler than on the plains. The trees sway in the breeze, their bare branches whispering of the bitterly cold winter to come. Ravens and other birds watch you from their perches, but other than these feathered observers, there is little sign of life. As you approach the caves of the Thousand Buddhas, you see a large, red-headed man with a neatly trimmed moustache and a goatee, dressed in a heavy jacket, a battered fedora, jodhpurs, and high laced boots. He matches purposefully out of one of the upper-level caves. He hails you. Are you Professor Wang's helpers? He says as he clambers down a rickety set of ladders to join you. Eudora removes her hat and waves it. Don't you recognize me, Professor Warner? What's the mess you've made here that you need rescuing from? Ha ha ha! Well, uh, come here, I'll tell you all about it. I do need your help. Uh, Professor Lockhart. Professor Lockhart. <clears throat> yes, it's been a it's been a busy several months. Uh, so good to see you all. Uh, Professor Lockhart, great to see you. Uh, archaeologist extraordinaire, of course. Uh, you'll be very very useful here. And uh, the rest of you, uh, you you he kind of asks. Each, each one of you for your hands and uh, your name and your profession. I'm, of course, uh, Langdon Warner. Great to meet you. Very nice to meet you as well. Uh, Sofian Bazazwine, uh, photojournalist explorer. Oh, uh, perhaps you know a little bit of uh, a chemistry as a photojournalist. I am well versed in developing photos, yes. Oh. I- Excellent. 
Amazing. Well, and you seem like a very personable fellow as well. Very useful. Thank you so much. And uh, you are? Timur Stepanovich Rapin. I work at the university with the great Dr. Lockhart. Oh, a Russian. How excellent. Ah, and you look strong too. Ah, welcome. Welcome. You're very welcome here. And uh, uh, you and your your daughter? Jan uh, Yu will, will bow and say, uh, Li Jian Yu, um, you may call me Michael. It's easy. Uh, Michael, am, uh, great name. Religious specialist and my niece uh, and assistant, Shin Chu. Well, uh, and, and what, what do you do for a living, may I ask? I am, Jan uh, Yu uh, looks for the words and then says, uh, a man of God. Hmm. You know any arts or history or...? I am well versed in the tales we tell ourselves to explain the things which we do not understand. Yeah, you sound like the life of the party and you're a small one, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're useful too. Uh, <clears throat> Perfect, well thank you so much for coming. Uh, follow me, I'll lead you to the, like, the caves where you're going to stay. He leads you to one of the larger ground-level caves. And he says, this is where you will live during your stay. I and my small team of students from Yanqing University are based in the cave next door. Sofian's just very concerned at how sort of jovial he's been when his letter was so sort of dire. <laughs> yeah, we were told yeah, about Yeah, go emergency. ahead and ask about that. <laughs> yeah, Sofian would just say, are you sure everything's okay? I mean, the letter that you'd sent Professor Wang was rather concerning uh, we came here as quickly as we could expecting the worst and that quite frankly you seem in high spirits my friend oh yes. oh ha, ha. uh well yeah of course I, i'm okay i just um i just needed you to get here to uh, to help me and fast i'm so relieved to see you uh although your tiredness has delayed my work significantly uh Professor Warner, you do understand that the university has stumped up a second expedition with emergency funds at very short notice. Well, What's it will all be worth it. Just, I'll let you settle in your cave first, and then I'll give you a tour, and then you can see the rest of the site. We can have a talk, okay? Ah, very well. Keep your mysteries. He always has to be such a showman. Is there any way for us to, like, glean from his tone or anything that he may be like in danger in some way like he's being held against his will to do or to put on this sort of act or something along those lines uh role psychology uh fail he's a man of mystery <laughs> does Eudora think he's acting like his normal self can I roll my very limited but slightly improved you can have psychology? a bonus there because you know him heck yes <laughs> Uh, that's, no, tremendous failure. You have no idea, it's been a while. I've never met this man in my life. As with the other caves at the Changpo Tung, the walls are painted with Buddhist imagery, strange and unusual to those without a knowledge of the religion or art history of the region and similar rock temples. The murals are damaged, although it looks as if someone has attempted to repair them. Anyone with any halfway decent artistic skills can see how poorly executed the newer patches are. Several of the human figures have ghostly white eyes, which, in the grand tradition of creepy paintings everywhere, seem to follow you wherever you go. Uh, your rooms are 
quite spacious and comfortable. You get uh, one room each, although there was nothing prepared for uh, Shen, who might have to bank with someone again. And uh, you are left alone for a bit. And actually, this is a great time to end session five. Very cool. Cool. (laughs) As you have arrived at your first, uh, at at basically your hook of the adventure. Yeah. Hope everybody. I did not trust this guy at all. (laughs) Mm. That's great. (laughs) That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Howl, Seb, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right. We owe a particular thank you to our first patrons, Julia and Ineta and Nikos. Your support makes all of this possible. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder tier patrons. They get access to the behind the scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at sazarai.com. Come join us. Now, Farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.